When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Okay, hello, 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 squirrels. We're back. I know, it's me and Selena back again. Don't worry, I'm here, everybody. You can stop crying. Uh, oh my God, you are so loud. Actually, like. Oh no, did I yell? I should turn it down like a little bit. A minute, just just a bit. Like no, it's popping off the frequencies. I'm, I'm so sorry. Hi everyone. <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm here. Wait, can you not put that in? I don't want to hurt anybody. Oh no, it's not going to hurt anybody. I'm, is anyone hurt? Is anybody out there hurt by Selena's loudness? You- you told me to talk close to the mic, and then I just started yelling. I shouldn't have yelled. <laughs> I'm so sorry I yelled, everybody. Oh, my God. It's okay, Felina. So, um, ah. yeah. See, we're trying to sound better for you. We're trying to make it sound good, and you know, because we're not, like, highly technical, but we know how it, we're supposed to talk close to the microphone so that you get real ASMR. You get really oh. ASMR. We're trying things. Yeah, you want to hear, like, the... No, I hate that. Don't do. Don't ever do that. You don't want that. Uh-huh. No. Okay, that's you know, fine. That's fine. They get a lot, and I think in the pornos and stuff, like because they don't get that sound. So, like, there's this oh. guy I saw in a documentary that, like, he'll just be like watching the thing happen. He'll just be sitting there, just kind of like going. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Like foley, yeah. like a foley, a foley artist for porn. Foley, a porn foley artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want. I want that job. Why I feel like that's the it? job. Why haven't you gone after it? it I didn't seems... know it was. I didn't know it was an option for me until right now. It's totally well. Goodbye, option. podcast. Hello, goodbye. porn Foley. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Listen, know a couple people. <laughs> it's um. I don't know if I necessarily like talking this closely to my microphone because I do go loud, and also I don't know if anybody can notice I'm talking a little bit differently today than I normally do. You're hardly talking. You think that you're talking so differently. See, Selena Vile got Invisalign, and now she I got Invisalign. She has the biggest lisp in the entire world. I'm very aware of it because it's the way that I talk, and I've noticed that my tongue is not mm-hmm. placed where it normally is placed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I've been asking people, I'm like, can you can you tell? Can you hear the difference in my voice? And they're all like, no, like not until you no. mention anything. So what now do you mean? this is okay. all you're gonna- you did you get like? Did you get gayer? Uh, I finally got my gay list. I finally got it. I'm officially it, a gay person. I can kind of very. It's very very slight. I think you 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 feel a lot more than it, it comes across. It's very very slight. But I I can hear. It's like a little. It's very charming. You know, like Thank you were you. saying, it's kind of like that uh, Latino uh, list. You know, For, because, the Spanish the Spanish from Spain. Yeah, the Spanish list because I guess it's like a Spanish thing that there's kind of a lisp to the accent, right? Yeah, which I was told this wives' tale and, <laughs> and fully believed it, that the reason for 
that lisp is that the K- King Ferdinand had a lisp. And in order Ooh. for him to like remain at his like stature, everybody else in the country started speaking with a lisp so that he didn't feel inferior. Everybody else just had to be like, okay, how are you doing today? Yeah, they all they, they all had to adopt his manner of speaking so that he would not feel yes, like he was less than anybody else. It was the age of spitting, spitting all over. It wouldn't have been good in it COVID. Was. No. Oh no, not at all. Unless you're wearing a mask, that's fine. I was watching a uh, a TikTok today of uh this OnlyFans guy who speaks with a lisp, and it was mm-hmm. so hot on him. But I don't and I was like, I want to talk like that guy, but I don't have the same kind. Yeah, what do you feel is is hotter? I mean, this is like getting really we're problematic gays now. But like, what do you think is hotter? Like a guy who is like really muscle bound and then he opens his mouth and he's like, "Hi, how are you?" Oh my goodness. Or like a guy who's hot and muscle bound and he's like, "So exactly, what if ever ever I'm going to get some bananas at the store." Neither. Sorry, what's it different? <laughs> <laughs> I guess one has a lisp. One has a lisp. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's about the individual. It's not about the voice. Oh, uh, oh, Selena Vile takes the high road. Oh my God! Guess what? I just got a text message from your drag daughter. What the? F- Why is she trying to get a hold of you now? I don't know. I haven't to- talked to her in a while. Should I open it and read it on air? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what okay. she's trying to get into here. She's she's always trying to get on Selena's good side. She's trying to offer her good things because oh Net- shit, Market does not have friends. She doesn't have friends. She doesn't have mentors. I'm I'm the only good influence in her life. And you honestly, are her mentor. <laughs> I know, and I'm horrible to her. She needs better people. So what'd she say? What she want? It's not good. She said, "Hey, I'm thinking of leaving my drag mother and emancipating. Yeah. Do you think you could talk to Hillary mm-hmm. for me and?" Mm-hmm. And give her my list of grievances. So, oh, grievances. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to hear this list. Okay, uh, the list with a lisp. Okay, so yeah. uh, a grievance number one. Yeah, one. Yeah, I'm hearing. I, I assume it's about my my bad gas, it's, or maybe no. My it's actually rule manner. No, uh, no. Rule number one, or sorry, grievance number one is about your low booking ratio. <laughs> Oh, my low booking ratio, of course. <laughs> the obvious choice. My booking ratio is too low. How droll. Yeah, she's embarrassed <laughs> about it. Grievance grievance number two is your yellow eyebrows. <laughs> That's your grievance. Have you been influencing her? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, grievance number three is how you apply your makeup with no sponges. <laughs> I have sponges. I'm just like uh, Derek Barry. Look, every time I do makeup, there's a sponge. There's a hem and a sponge. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. No, she didn't say any of that stuff. She actually says something. It's about a gig. gig. I think she's trying to give you a gig, and I know about it. So I was Yeah, like, she said that you're unavailable. Um, yeah, because I'm going to uh, Puerto Vallarta. I'm going to Puerto Vallarta. Oh, that's the weekend you're going. Well, I'll be back for that Saturday, but I will have taken a full week off work and I cannot take another day off at that moment. <laughs> right? Actually, so, is that true? Well, well, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, I have to get it, back to work at that point. So yeah. this is what happens when you go corporate, Hillary. Well, this is what you happens when you take a vacation. We, you know, you get back and then you have to go back to work because you've been off for like 10 days in a row. Right. I mean, you could always just quit and never go back to work. 
it's 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 not possible like it's a good paycheck honestly like it keeps me yeah, going fair. after the pandemic girl like i feel lucky to have a job um at a place that i like i mean the second city i work at the second city the training center i i love um you know a comedy institution like that that's that's so fun to work at and to help change and make it what i want you know it, i think it's a good thing oh are you making changes there not at all. It's horrible. Oh. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. I, I, I mean, I really like. It's a job I, I love. And you right. get to work with Patricia Taborda, who I did house co with. I love her. Oh, you were in house co with Patricia? Yeah. Oh Patricia. Oh, you call her Patricia. Patricia. You white. You whiteize her. You call her yeah, Patricia. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was. I, she doesn't correct me. You know, she's just over everything. She's. Patricia, can we talk about Patricia? Patricia's over everything. She wears Patricia. black every day. She does you wear know, black every day. Patricia, I love Patricia. her. She's she's <laughs> very, you know, uh, of the two of us, we have the kind of the same job, right? We we mm-hmm. uh, kind of run the training center, and she's the more organized one, and I'm the more get things done one. So <laughs> right, it's a good team. That's a great team. We actually balance each other out pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's like when we produce a show together, we're both unorganized and get nothing done. No, we have different strengths. We yeah. have different. Um, <laughs> no, we're both creative. We're both like mm-hmm. we both uh, approach different yeah. tasks. What would, like, what would you say your strengths are in producing like a show? Um, my strengths are okay. I don't know about my strengths because I don't know if I have any in producing. Mm. But I'll say what <laughs> our roles are. Um, I. Uh, like to take on things like casting and getting in contact with the cast, uh, yeah. taking care of the finances and the payment and yeah. um, taking care of promotion. Yeah. You like the doing the promotion for sure. Yeah. Whereas you do the posters. Yeah. I guess I kind of do more of the design work and like yeah, you create the reels, creative elements and things like that. Um, scripting, that kind of thing. And you come up with a lot of ideas for the shows, too. I'm definitely an idea person. Yeah. Uh, I definitely come up with a lot of the concepts for every... That's true of how I work in Messy Productions, too, with Messy and Me. Right. I'm, like, a graphic and idea person and strategizer, and Messy is the get shit done. Like, I would say my one of my biggest weaknesses as a producer, it always has been, is that I'm not... Ooh, I don't know. I don't have like that drive to get out there and promote things very well. Like it's really hard for me to like push myself to do it. It feels de-energizing. Right. It sucks. It yeah. sucks. It's great to put yourself in a position where the show just sells itself. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. But when does that and, happen? I mean, well, like- I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing I've noticed is that uh, like I've started this series at the, the Smith house with the drag brunch and the, yeah the bingo show yeah. and both those shows were crap shoots until I made one event and gave it multiple dates. And ever since then, it just lives on Eventbrite and people actually just check Eventbrite for things to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then the tickets sell themselves. It's really cool. It's Eventbrite a great, is great, great very tool. Good. It's very good. Especially once you start getting a following, I think it's really, really powerful that way. Um, yeah. I think like the little things are important too. Like we have a website. I maintain a website um, for messy productions. It's very important. And also I think building a community. Um, and sometimes 
uh, it takes a minute. Like with the Smith yeah. show you're talking about, the first couple of shows you did, you you were worried. And oh I yeah, think, with good reason too. Yeah, but it honestly didn't take that many goes at it for a little bit of a following to start developing, which was really amazing to see. And it's really nice that I'm now starting to see people coming back to my shows. Yeah. Like, I've always had a lot of people who are like, we love your work, but they come to one show and that's it. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm starting to see people who are like, we were at this show, so we decided to come to this show. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. You know, people are actually coming around. Do you know what's kind of annoying about that in, in my brainosphere is that yeah. like, a lot of the times the shows that people like to come back to are like the bingos, the brunches, right. the ones that are fun like that. Right. The ones that they don't really come back to are like improv, sketch comedy. I, I, I don't know if that's true because the people like our audience on our Wednesday nights, those yeah. are people who come back. That's fair. We, we have had a lot of repeat um, customers. It's There's people who are just itching to come back to our Sex and the Golden Girl show. They're like waiting for it to come back. Oh, yeah. And the both of us, I think we both desperately want to like just kind of make it our main show <laughs> yeah yeah because i mean that's it what the people want though. it's what the people want it is very hard it, uh, it does take work because we do have to source and create a script every time yeah yeah um, we have to transcribe a script we have to pick the episode that's going to be doable in both worlds of the golden girls and sex in the city yeah and then also costume uh five four to five four to five actors for both yeah. roles. Yeah. Um that's actually pretty tricky. It's 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 a little bit trickier, more production than like uh the play that we just wrote just now, where we just kind of yeah. take a bunch of junk and throw it on stage. Last time we did the play we just wrote just now, when we just had the big piles of stuff on the stage and didn't have it hanging on the hanger, I honestly thought I know it was less impressive, but like it was actually a lot easier to work with. Um, right. <laughs> Because it was already a mess. It was. Already... I know. <laughs> if you stay messy, you don't gotta get messy. Uh, it's just like a learning process, all this stuff. And now, uh, I think, I mean, now we're doing our third venture together, which is the drag buffet, which is. Yeah. It's got, it's got me worried because I just hope people come to it. Um, and I think people will. Drag excellence, comedy, drag excellence, and and a learning environment and a place for that to exist. We've both talked about so many times over the years, like there is no real place for it to exist in Toronto. There's more and more like work the mic, Mm -hmm. but you know, like we were talking last time, it's only the four of you. You don't let anyone in. Um. (laughs) We do. (laughs) We do when one of us is sick. Yes, yes, yes. Or, or, but Tom Hearns, great, great, great at it. Honestly, also lip sync. Uh, is is like that brings in a yeah. lot of queer improvisers and then drag queens in pairing with it yeah visa tries to put on stuff like that here and there uh and then some other rumblings here and there but like there's not a lot of you know stage space for someone who wants to do comedy and drag mm-hmm. there just isn't there just isn't you mm-hmm. know like and it's so hard to go to a like it's really hard to do stand-up comedy right but like to do it in drag it's it's like the next level it's so 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 hard you know what i went to ivory did a stand-up set at comedy records at comedy bar and i know know all about that she was doing it to prepare for this um thing comedy record i got uh which is still i don't know if you're allowed to talk about that yet i don't know if we're allowed to talk about it at all but it's still kind of in the works but like um 
But so I went to go watch it. I went to go support her. And it was just like, it was a 10 minute set, maybe less. And I'm like, you really just got into drag to come do a quick uh, stand up set, which I could, she killed. She did a great job. It was amazing. But, but it's like, it's like stand up is such hard work without drag and such little pay without drag. And then when you put drag into it, then it's like, oh God. Yeah, that's a lot. The dollar, the dollar signs next to my stand-up gigs are never as big as the dollar signs next to anything that is like a drag brunch or a drag this or that. Right. Or like a corporate booking uh, at all. At all. Uh, and it's so much more work in general. Um, yeah. But, oh, yeah. No, I'm doing, uh, I'm hosting um, Get AF, their show, tomorrow night. Thank God, Thank goodness there's some. I'm glad they... Yeah, thank goodness there's some incredible queer producers out there who are my friends who let me do stuff. Because honestly, that's helped me grow as a as a comic. Like, if I didn't have that space and that stage to grow, yeah, like I don't, I don't think I w- would would have at all. Like, it's so difficult. well. That's the thing is, like, you need the stage time in order to improve. Like, there's no like you have to put in your ten thousand hours, which yeah. like. I'm not saying you need that. You're, you're, you've put in your hours. You've done it for. No, but I you think did. you're right. Like you, you do have to keep putting in 10,000 hours. And also when you're in a niche environment, you have to put in more a lot of the time. Yeah. It's um, like those open stagers who were like, why am I not getting booked? And I'm like, Oh, and it's cause you just started. Like, who are you? Yeah. Build, well, build, a, build a character for yourself first. You know, and you have to be realistic about what you want, you know, like, Oh, like in the stand-up world, like getting, doing like in Canada for some, you know, like we always do this like thing where like, it's like, we only book people who have credits a lot lot of the time. And like, I've built up credits and I still don't get booked. Like what's with that? It's because like, it's because they, they're, it's not about the credits. It's about, they just want to book their friends and they don't want what I do on their show. I think I'm not sure. Um, Yeah. So it's just like, whatever. (laughs) You know, some people tell me like, oh, be be authentic. Drag isn't authentic. Or like, you know, you're hiding behind drag. And I'm like, what do you know? Like, I'm not. Are you talking about Vicky right now? Hiding. No, there's a lot. There's, there's <laughs> a lot, you know. But that's uh, crazy because you are authentic and you're like you being a character performer is your authenticity. Like, that's who you are. What do they yeah. want you to go up there and like talk about like family trauma or something? Like, what do they want? <laughs> I don't even know, but you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. And I think, um, I'm kind of, that's why I just am kind of like doing my own thing and figuring it out. But like, I, I keep thinking about like how, if it's this hard for me, like it's, it's hard for a lot of people, you know, yeah. and there's a reason why. Well, everybody's freaking out right now because Pride Toronto released their list of everyone who's performing officially oh, yeah. for Toronto Pride. And yeah. A lot of those names are not local drag performers and oh. people are not happy about it. I oh, mean, it's really? not like, it's not official like it was like, shows? yeah, like official pride shows, like in like the drag ball, drag ball every year has like 60 local performers at it. Oh, I think is yes. like the, the typical number, but this year there's like the only ones who are um, performing at it, who are local are the ones who are hosting it. Like Jada Hudson, Ivory Tower, Safonda. Everybody else is like a drag race girl. Oh, wow. So they've really gone that that way on it, have they? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that makes sense. I mean, there's there's probably such pro- pressure from those production companies and management managers these days, like to make it that way. You know, they're trying to leverage what they can. I mean, they don't even get anything out of doing Drag Race these days. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know because it's so oversaturated. Mm, they don't even speaking let a of camp drag. Wait a minute, girl on. They don't even let a camp one a kiki girl on. What? Our first Canadian camp one a kiki girl didn't. They're like, what is this YouTube show? Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, we Drag Race. Speaking of which, is that there's another franchise coming out? Yeah. Yes. And um, uh, we want to talk about it, don't we? <laughs> We do. I know. I'm, I know you didn't want to. You weren't. You were a little bit like, "Why are we going to go back to talking about Drag Race?" Um, but I mean, when you when I saw the names on the list, I was like, "Oh, this season's worth talking about." Yeah, like I don't want to do a full episode about like no. reviewing each episode, but I'm happy no. to to like give brief thoughts on it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, I think we're going to keep on the same format. Like we're going to meet every couple of weeks while the season plays and we're going to just go over the episodes that have come out and, but also like keep talking about whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> just straight. Like we don't have a plan. We're just going to show up and do what we want to do. Yeah. Whatever comes naturally. Like we were definitely creating topic podcasts, but I think also we got some feedback that people just enjoyed us talking. So we're like, okay, that's great. Oh, yeah. wow. A cool season of drag race. Ooh. This a shiny like, new thing yeah yeah exactly a shiny new thing i'm really talk. behind on my drag race like i haven't watched philippines italy season oh, two God. spain Sweet. season three sweden or belgium i haven't watched any I, of those i don't watch any international ones at all you never uh, have very few <gasps> uh, i've t- i've been told that uh drag down under season two is actually pretty good you um, would really enjoy it but you i thought you would love drag down under because it's campy i just well, I just, I just don't have enough space in my heart for Drag Race anymore. Like, I hear you. I, I hear you. I do like some of them. Like I, I'm interested in Canada, and I'm interested in the the states one, and that's about it. You know, Canada just because I know everybody, and then you know the states just because you know it's relevant as well. But you should watch Down Under season two. It's way better than season one. I have heard. I have heard it's really good. Yeah. Uh, but all the other ones, like all of them really will require like so much translation for me. Um, and there's just so many. There's so many to get caught up on now. There's it's too like many. Watch- it would be like watching all of the Real Housewives of New York and L.A. and all that stuff. All you, Like you did that. And it I did that. It took me. It took me two years. It took me two years. It took me two years. Crazy. Took me two years. I actually, little crossover moment here. Um, I was on another Sonar Network show called um, Vanderpump Robs. Mm. We last week recorded because I just started watching Vanderpump Rules. Oh no! <laughs> and so and so Vanderpump Robs like that that podcast had me on their show. I talked to Rob over there, and it was fun. I didn't know that Sonar had a Vanderpump show. So listen, go to Sonar Network. Dot, is it or or dot com? I'm going to find out right now. Dot com, I think. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Oh my God, why don't I know what? this? It's not dot, wait, is it the Sonar Network? It is the Sonar <laughs> We're terrible. We're terrible. It is dot com. The Sonar Network dot com. There are so many amazing shows that you can just like find a podcast on anything. Oh, at the Sonar Network? Yeah. We have yeah. Lots of, uh, lots Sonar. Of, uh, the Bed Post. 
Um, oh, I love. I've been on the bedpost. I love. It. Have you been on the bedpost yet? No, she still hasn't oh, invited me on. Let's get you she on. Said she, she said she was going to, and then she was like, mm, "Okay, mm, lots of people always gaslighting me, constantly gaslighting." <laughs> <me>. <laughs> well, <clears throat> it happens. Qualified queens, of course, those two who uh, will review Drag Race so that we don't have to. Yes. Uh, ooh, Spencer wants to know my friend Spencer Litzinger. She does a fun podcast. Oh, oh lots of I didn't. I didn't know her podcast was on the Sonar Network. That's cute. Yeah, she like learns about a new topic every week, uh, <laughs> or every. Oh, I like that. Every time, and her uh, her partner okay. teaches her about things, and then she learns. I guess is the whole premise. <laughs> cute. Yeah, that's so silly. Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna do all stars, all stars. Uh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this season. Like when I I uh I usually don't get excited about it, you know? When the, yeah. these lists of names pop out, I'm just okay. kind of like, okay, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? That's going to be the winner. And yeah. I I saw this list and it was just like name after name of people that I enjoy. Yeah. And camp and are underdog and are like not who you necessarily would expect to get on. Yeah. So my understanding is that when they decided after all winners, they were like, what's next? And they decided to do an all early outs season. Mm. So half mm. the cast is early outs. And then I think they couldn't get everybody they wanted or they ran out of people <laughs> to like actually do it. So then they, they went ahead and like, and change up the format and just cast a bunch of others as well. But right. We have so many amazing early out people who left early, maybe got on the show too soon, didn't really know what they were getting into, and then yeah. got the boot a little too early. And then since then have had then like really grown as performers and really grown like looks wise, performance wise, their capabilities. Like James Mansfield has really, yeah. really had an, a fantastic career. She's in um one of those RuPaul Christmas movies. She's a hair master, she's an amazing wig designer. Yeah. Gives great tutorials online. Um, I'm so excited about James. I'm so excited about Mrs. Kasha Davis. She's the person Mrs. I'm most Kasha. excited about. You're most excited I, about Kasha. I loved her on season seven. And I really thought, I like, I, I wish she had gone further on that season. Um, and she doesn't get the respect she deserves because she's a fantastic queen. Yeah. They always just kind of called it, brushed her aside and called her some sort of workhorse queen. And I remember there was that, when they had to sing, they had to sing some sort of song. She kind of, <laughs> yeah. she kind of came at it with this, like, everybody's going Charleston down. Everyone kind of thought it was hilarious, but I was like, I mean, it was, it kind of is amazing. Like, it kind of tickled, like, she knew who she was. Like, yeah. I think she's like she Paul Lind on Broadway. Exactly. But like, I think if she would have come in a later season than that one, like people, people would have understood it more, you know, the door she's broken down. <laughs> yeah. Cause she was on the fashion. She was on the like Instagram girl season. A bit. Yeah. Season, season seven is a, is a pretty, uh, it was a weird one. Impressive season though. Like there's a lot of, uh, real famous drag queens that came out of that season from yeah. Pearl to Trixie to, to Katya. Katya, Violet, Kennedy, Davenport. Jasmine Masters. Uh-huh. So many names that are just like in enduring personalities, big personalities on a fashion season, which I think is so funny. I keep thinking yeah. about Trixie Mattel trying to do fashion back then. And it's just like, it, it, you know, never been I, her 
her strong suit. And at that point she had no money and half of her clothing was clearly kimchi's. (laughs) Yeah. It's really amazing how she was able to like take that terrible stint on drag race and turn it into (laughs) her empire. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's so cool. And then Kasha, Kasha, she like, I don't know. She just kind of got lost in the, the mix. Yeah, she did. Also, she was like the older queen and too campy for that season. And then we have Darian Lake this season as well, coming up on All Stars 8. Oh, my God. I'm very happy because she made it to top four on like one of the best seasons of Drag Race ever. Yeah, she she killed it. I've been waiting for her to have her like comeback moment ever since. And I'm glad she has it now. I mean, she took down Bendela Creme. Yeah, twice. (laughs) Like, like that's. Ben is known as pretty talented. So, I mean, the fact that Darian could take down someone like that, like, that, that puts her in good competition, yeah. I would think. You know? Yeah. Just yeah. Whole Grant- class is granted, crazy. Ben was not really known for her lip syncing. Well, but in All Stars, whatever it was, three, she actually became known for lip syncing. She had incredible comedic lip syncs. Yeah. You know, like all that Nicki Minaj stuff and True. That was really good. Really good, really good lip syncs. Yeah. This reminds me just just the other day, our friend, our dear friend, Sapphire, Sapphire Woods, formerly Sapphire to the Rain, decided to post on the Instagram, Hey girls, if you can't dance, don't dance. There's other things to do in drag. And did that offend you? And no, and I have been uh, trolling her about it because <laughs> I'm like, wow, gatekeeper of dance. Who do you think you are? Michael Phelps, Lord of Dance. Michael um, Phelps, the swimmer, what? the Olympic Not swimmer. You know, the one that's the dancer. I think you're talking about Michael Flattery. Flatley. Michael Flatney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flatley. Yeah, yeah sorry. Michael Flatley. Old reference. Anyway. <laughs> I just think it's really funny. Um, But I think it's really funny because I've been saying that kind of stuff for years. And, you know, I just think it's funny that she's saying it now. It's like, you don't have to dance if you don't want to. You can do other things. You can just lip sync. Yeah. Not everyone's a dancer. So don't try and be a dancer if you're not a dancer. (laughs) Right. It's so true. Like people think that they have to get up there and do those stupid tricks that they don't know how to do properly or safely and don't have the flexibility to do and don't have the strength to do. And people are still going out there and doing it. And it's like, don't like, just don't like do what works for you. Not what you think people want to see because they don't want to see you doing it badly. But you know what the problem is? I think the establishments in general, they Uh do value that. They do value that. And they, kind of want them to throw themselves on the floor and for some reason they think it's good i think yeah. i blame and i was talking to Safra about that I was, just, I was like i blame the woo girls it's the woo girls fault the girls that go woo you know when, they, when you do a trick they're like woo they, they, those bartender managers they just want to hear woo, woo yeah woo. yeah there's this weird thing i've heard about like they don't like girls that quote unquote clear the room you know Right. But like, why? It's a weird thing in Toronto. Like, they never give the audience a break either. So like. Yeah. Why well, here's here's tea? a little bit of tea. I'm going to drop a little bit of tea because I don't work at Woody's, so oh, I don't you're care. You're spilling some Woody's tea. I'm going to spill some know, Woody's this tea. Is, this isn't necessarily just Woody's. This is just kind of like a standard. 
But anyways. <clears throat> but would you like my tea? So mm-hmm. they've been they've been booking a few like open stagers as like yeah, as like sure. main acts. And so yeah. apparently the reason behind that is that bar sales are low. So they put those queens on to give the audience a break so they can walk away and go to the bar. Oh, work. <laughs> yeah. But why, why, why don't they just take a break? Why don't, why doesn't the queen on the mic? Exactly. Say, hey guys, Hey guys, we're just going to take a 10 minute break. We'll be back in five. Yeah. What? Like, like why, why does you, that not exist? You talk to any queen or any performer from anywhere else in the world. <laughs> and they will tell you they take a break. Like they, they do one or two numbers and that's it. You know what I mean? Speaking it's not of taking a break. It's the oh, perfect should we? segue to take a break. Take a break. All right. We're going to take a break. Bye squirrels. Goodbye now. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. Oh, wow. That was such a long break. Such a long imaginary break. I took a nap. So long. I, I hope you enjoyed the ad, if there was an ad. Uh, I'm sure there was. was. I'm sure it was really good. Go buy it. Buy it. Buy I, it I hope we make money off that ad. Um, uh, oh, the, offer code the money, nuts. The money that we get doing this podcast is insane. Astronomical. I bought a horse. You bought a horse. I bought a horse. A horse is more expensive than a house these it's days. It's true. It's yeah. true. Um, What's your name? Kasha Davis? Oh, Vicky Lick? Horsey Kasha Ooh. Davis. Oh, my God. Do you remember um, our, our House of Licks roast where we essentially, the, the one joke about Vicky Licks oh. was just that she was a horse the whole time? Yeah. I mean, she was. <laughs> that was a really good roast. That was, we, I had a lot of fun doing that. It was so fun. Remember and when we had a family? My favorite joke. My favorite, yeah. My favorite joke that you came up with was, "Gosh, I'm so excited to be part of the House of Licks, the house that just keeps holding me back." Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Selena, truer words have never been said. You are a star." <laughs> but then you know what actually held you back? Your body. Oh Your my god. We're getting real here. It wasn't us. It was your body on the wall. It was my body. Come on, diagnosis. Um, yeah, okay, I wait. Miss do any I... Family. I miss any family. That's that do... nice. Well, I'm still here. Yeah. Do you care? Yeah, I think it's a really nice thing <laughs> that we still talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about all stars, or do you not? Yeah, I mean, we like, probably talk about all stars. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about the looks? Maybe. Um, not well, like one think... by one, but I want to know like what you thought of the promo. Oh, like the promo looks like the people. How about let's just go by one by one and talk about the people and the promos. Okay, uh, I don't want to do that, but let's do it. <laughs> what about uh, so Alexis Michelle is on the season, um, and I think uh, uh, are you excited for about Alexis Michelle? Um, I don't want to say I'm excited. I'm not that excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not that excited either about. I've never really cared for Alexis Michelle. You know, I don't know what it is. I really, I, in theory, I really, really like Alexis Michelle. You know, like on paper, 
Like, yeah. If I was going to choose my Dungeons Dragons character and it was like Alexis Michelle, I'd be like, "Ooh, this this person looks great." But like in play, like actuality, there's just something like bland or like I annoying. <laughs> I don't know I'm, how to say it because she got such a villain edit on season yeah. nine. I'm interested to see what she's like now, like how she presents herself now on TV. I just find her boring, honestly. I kind of find yeah. her boring. Yeah, she's very I know what you mean. She's very professional. Yeah, she's so pretty. Do you think she's? Yeah, do you think maybe oh, it's yeah. just, she's too put together for me? It's like, girl, you're too that's the thing. There's there's no looseness with her. It, it mm-hmm. feels very. She feels very uptight. Uh huh. Like she takes herself too seriously. Yeah, way too seriously. You yeah. know. Those be- is that what New York is like? Or- no, no, like, it's not, not at all. But she's like upper city New York, you know, like like Manhattan. I feel like, or maybe but she's that- like Broadway or something. I don't know. Is there a difference? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know because they talk about a difference between like Brooklyn and then Manhattan. But like, yeah. I think Bob was technically Manhattan somewhere as well no so, bob like, is manhattan yeah so like yeah. there's so the the main hub in new york is hell's kitchen and um and chelsea mm-hmm. like for drag i mean like it is i mean drag is everywhere in the city but like that's like where the main drag bars are and that's where like bob worked that's where miss cracker um mm-hmm. everybody who's been on the show yeah and then unless you're a brooklyn queen and then you worked at like metropolitan or right. other places on uh in brooklyn well, I'll say her look is amazing. I mean, it's really pretty. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. But, you know, like, it's just kind of, like, really expected. It's just kind of like, yep. Yeah. I see that. She's got a donut on her head. I wonder if that's a reference to everything, everywhere, all at once. It has know. to be. And look at those sausage fingers. Okay, moving on from <laughs> Alexis Michelle. <laughs> Who's next? Like, Darian? Darian Lake? Sure, let's go on to Darian. Darian Lake. Oh yes. Well, I she mean, looks look stunning. Fine. It's I, I think mean, it's she's beautiful. Skinny. She's skinny now, which is fun. I wouldn't say she's skinny, but she's skinnier. Well, like skinny, she you know compared to where she was at. I mean, yeah, you know she she she'd consider herself a skinny girl from from before. Um, she's no longer the shady elephant. She's more like the shady. Um, I don't know, koala bear. Okay, like we'll take koala bear. <laughs> um, I think I can she's. Say it. I'm fat. I think uh, Darian Lake is drag excellence, yeah. and she has such a fun bitchy personality. She's really funny. Do you know what else I learned? Uh, apparently, she's from like the New York upstate area, so like Rochester. So her and yeah. Kasha Davis and and Pandora—they're all Rochester girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I know some people from like like that, uh, like Albany, like uh, Opalescence, and some people okay. from there that I met through Opal. Anyway, but uh, I <laughs> I heard Darian was talking about uh, <laughs> how um, a lot of the girls were being funny and stuff, and, and she was kind of hanging around with the funny girls. Uh, but she said to, I think it was Mrs. Kasha Davis, uh, when Kasha was starting out, she's like, look, it's okay to be funny, but you can also be pretty while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I think that's very that's very Darian. It's like yes. cause she's she's pretty, but she doesn't take herself seriously, you know? And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about her. Um, who's next on your list? 
Um, the next one here, Heidi in Closet. Oh, Does Heidi, I'm so happy she's back. This is quite the look. Uh, it's her. amazing. She looks beautiful. It's like Indiana Jones or something. Yeah, like Carbon San Diego. <laughs> Carmen San Diego dates Indiana Jones with that yeah. hat. Very cool. Uh, yeah. It's weird. I don't understand peplums. I don't understand spiky peplums. Like, they just right. make no sense. I mean, it's geometric. It's fun. But it looks like with the sleeves, like it looks at the shoulders, it looks. Yeah. <laughs> it's got structure. I love the color. I love the material. You know what else I love about this outfit is that this is an outfit you could wear without pads. It it's gorgeous. Oh yeah, looking, but you don't need any pads. Yeah, whatever, whatsoever. Yeah. So it's wonderful to like. I but no, this is like this is not walking in the workroom. This is her promo. She just wants that one at an easy day. <laughs> I mean, she looks fierce doing it. Yeah, I'm. Are you excited, excited to see Heidi, Heidi on TV again? I am. Kind of, like. I, I'm kind of I'm interested to see what she brings like uh, I don't know I don't know like I'm not sure if she ever really, really found herself I'm I'm kind of interested to know if she found herself I know? think she did she has a very signature look now with her um, uh, the bangs like the uh, what's that look what's that called I don't know oh, I don't know what it's look. called yeah gap to <laughs> well not the gap to look but her uh, bowl cut she has a bowl cut wig Shop that she wears a lot Okay, okay. Shaft and shuffle. She is a personality. She she's a huge one. personality. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm happy uh, she's on again. But uh, Heidi, uh, somebody who's also a personality uh, and a little bit more fashion-y uh, is Candy Muse. Yes. Um, who actually, I'm a little bit more excited to see Candy Muse than Heidi. And Are Cosa. you? Because Candy is just, She's not afraid to tell her opinions, you know? Yeah. I mean, she just kind of puts it out there. And and she is very fashionable, I would say. Yeah. It's be interesting. It's funny. I think Candy's a very cool drag queen. Um, I think she's got a really interesting perspective. My only thing that I don't love about Candy is how she always becomes the center of attention. Like it feels like the candy oh, yeah. show all the time. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't really let other people have their moment. That's fair. Yeah. I like this look though, with these yeah. silly little feathers all over a purple bodice and giant. Oh, again, it's with the peplums. gorgeous. Again, with the weird bubblegum peplums. True. But it's like heart shaped. Uh, it's a thing. Yeah. Brooklyn Brooklyn wore a look like this. Like it was like a I think an homage to like the Canadian flag Brooklyn wore and a little an outfit that okay. had that kind of heart-shaped um peplum hip. Did she have leaves on it instead of feathers? No, it was feathers. Wow. Wow, Brooklyn. You said <laughs> Okay, moving on. Okay, uh Kahana Montres. Kahana Montres. Well, I was not expecting Kahana to ever come back, but she has been in Vegas, right? Yeah, she's doing the Vegas show, the Vegas review. Yeah, because she's like a tr split flip tricks kind of. Yes, of she is a performer. She's gorgeous. She's really she's pretty. So uh, that's, beautiful. 
I was, you know, and I, I don't have a body like that. And I, I'm sure it's really hard to have a body like that. And that's all fun stuff like that. Um, and be a, an amazing <laughs> athlete. Um, but like people were really focusing rather than like the, on the fact that she's an amazing athlete and, and trick person, they were focusing on like how much work she's had done and yeah, she's yeah. had work done, but I thought it was a little demeaning to be like, wow, she's amazing. Look at her cheeks though. Look at that thigh gap. Like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> the interesting thing though was like, she didn't need any of the work. She was beautiful on season 11. It is weird. It is a little bit much. I mean, but I guess that's Vegas culture. You just like decide. It's drag culture. Like, it's like, even our local mean, girls crazy. have all the like plumped fillers and so all that stuff. Fun. I think it's too uh, much. I think it's too much. She seems like from the interview a lot more uh, upbeat and maybe with it. So I'm looking forward to it. There's not much of a costume here. She's practically just naked, which is pretty impressive for drag. Like, yeah, I guess that's just your body. Like, does her yeah. body actually like that? <laughs> Holy crap. I guess so. Wow. Maybe not Ooh. naturally, but it looks like that. Yeah, just full of motor oil. Uh, mm-hmm. Lala Ree is back in the house. Lala, so she's somebody who left too soon on her season. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but she left on an iconic. Well, I don't. Did she leave on the paper bag moment? I can't remember. But like, you know what? I don't time. think so. I don't think. I, I think, think she won that lip sync. Wonderful was wonderful. I mean, it reminds me. You know, this season they're they've started giving out the Golden Boot Award. Uh-huh. This season, Selena S. Titties won for her uh, Let, lamp post sign. The lamp post sign, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a level of being iconic when you have a look that is so bad it's good again. There right. really is. Like that's that's an accomplishment. So bad. Lala inspired Halloween costumes. Like when people I are know. when people are <laughs> dressing like you, you are an icon. You have yes. made it it turns it right back into fashion again. Cause like it's wearable. It's very mm-hmm. wearable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited uh, to have her back on TV. So what do you think? Lala is looking very put together. That said, I would say she kind of looks very, uh, I don't know, like kind of blank slate. Like she just kind of looks like other people. I don't know. I, I know. Don't know I've noticed that too. I'm like, wait a minute. You know what? I never really knew what her aesthetic was. And I still kind of don't know what her aesthetic is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost wish she would have come in on, in the iconic look and been dressed up like a giant plastic bag or something. You know, yeah, like, made a reference. Made a reference. Le- leaned into it rather than just trying to dress like, I don't know, some sort of generic gown moment with very trendy hair. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hopefully she's yeah. still got it. Um, I have a feeling she does. Moving on, we've got, oh, I'm very excited to see this person on the show. Uh, people, I watched this YouTube video of this guy. He was like, people, you know, they make those YouTube videos of like people who have retired from drag. Or like uh, who have drag and they, they have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. I mean, like drag queens quit and rejoin drag constantly. Anyway, Monica Beverly Hills is on. Ah, uh, yes. And he thought that Monica had quit. And I was like, she's not quit. She's, she's she's been performing ever since it's just you know just low-key about it very low-key uh, i actually got to see monica beverly hills 
a couple uh, years ago when we went to Chicago for a bit. She was performing at Hamburger Mary's. She was just twirling for dollars. I handed her a dollar bill. The one dollar. You gave her one whole dollar for her entire I performance. Her, I gave her one whole dollar. <laughs> how was how did an eight burger? <laughs> <laughs> which cost forty four dollars? Um, yeah. How how was she? How did you enjoy her performance? Was she killing beautiful, it? Beautiful, beautiful, and she was doing the thing. And I mean, just just a sweetheart. Yeah. I Monica I Beverly did the thing. I think I even gave her two dollars. <laughs> Ooh, you doubled it! You doubled your original offer. Um, that's nice. I have. I don't know what she's been up to personally. I have not been following her career. Um, uh, I hope she's doing great. I yeah, look forward. She's been. She's just been doing doing the thing, like working at the at bars in Chicago. Um, right. So you she's know, in an interesting out. position because she was on the show before she came out, which yeah. you could tell that she was holding something back that she wasn't fully present. And so now that she is like, I guess it's been at least 10, 15, almost 15 years now. It's been um, yeah. yeah. No, wait, not 15 years. She was on what? Season five. Never mind. Then that's like maybe 10 years. Um, yeah. She is now like, uh she's had a chance to live in her new trans body and is like now uh comfortable with who she is hopefully and yeah. i look forward to seeing what that means for her in drag and on the show also i i just have to reference the fact that um there's never been a drag queen named hillary on drag race but monica beverly hills technically is the closest we've got so far because, because we do call you hills for short Oh, yeah, we do call Hills. So I realized, oh, my God, we're twins. Monica and I are twins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Selena Estides was the first Selena to make it on the show, but she spells it differently. Selena. She's a character. She's a character. Um, But Monica, I love this look with the disco ball boobs. I think it's cute. I think it's yeah. trying to make a little statement about maybe who she wants to say she is like she's a little Ooh. camp she's a little disco and she's very you know pretty great i like it i like it uh ooh, another one coming back that i'm very excited for is jessica jessica wild i knew you were gonna go to jessica i am yeah. so pumped for jessica wild i love her she's like the heart she was the heart of season two yeah, yeah. She was like, you go back and watch season two. Jessica just steals half the season. She's so good. Oh my God. Her chicken, her cluck I mean, cluck yeah. chicken. She kind of got robbed. She's like one of the more original robbed queens. I mean, um, she made I, it to like, she was like top five, I think. I think so. And But she's like one of the best queens that came out of Puerto Rico for the show, I would say in general. You know, if you're going to stack them all up. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, like Alexis Mateo and and Yara Sofia are pretty legendary. Oh, that's true. Yara and yeah, Yara, Alexis, and Jessica. But then there was a kind of, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say Candy Ho and you know, you know, April Shaw. Well, there was Lanisha Sparks, Lanisha Sparks, Lanisha. and I'm not saying that they're bad, but they didn't have quite the same personality. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Personalities. And I think the thing is the both of us, we prefer personality over like everything else. So True story. We're bi- I'm biased. I'm very biased. How uh, dare you? But Jessica Wilde. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that she's back. 
Um, she's going to be very fun. She's another person that we haven't really heard much from unless you like follow her closely. I think she was back as a lip sync assassin a couple seasons ago. Yeah, she came back as lip sync assassin. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness, though. She essentially just dressed as RuPaul. I mean, she's essentially just Puerto Rican RuPaul. I love this it. This is one thing I love about. She's like, no, uh, she, she actually, she, she played she did Ru- RuPaul on Snatch She did RuPaul on Snatch Game, game yeah. <laughs> she, this is why, this is what I love about All Stars is when they bring back people that newer audiences don't know yet. Like, yeah. having Candy is fine. Having Jimbo back is fine. Heidi is fine. But then, like, we get people like Monica Beverly Hills and Jessica Wilde who have uh-huh. not had a chance to come back in a long time. Darian uh, Lake. Yeah. Kahana Montrese. Kahana is really out of left field, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. Um, speaking of, Jimbo is back. And Jimbo, I have to say, first Canadian um, to get onto this All-Stars. This thing. is very like, interesting. She must have cool. the O one. She must have the O one visa. Um, her look is one of the best things Wild. I've ever seen. It's amazing. I want, like, she looks like those rich, you know, those in like movies where like the really, really rich woman goes to her yeah. like vanity and her giant bathroom with her giant vanity mirror. And then she grabs one of those puffs and powders her face. She looks like one of those giant puffs. So it's like fluffy yeah. puffs. She looks like the puff. It's amazing. This this outfit is something. I mean, it's rightfully right in front in the the yeah pain. yeah. Uh, this look is wild, and I I don't think you can move in it. Like it's so big. It's such a spec. It's she's a parade float. Like it's yeah. Nuts. Oh my god, that I'm obsessed nuts. with it. I'm obsessed. It's so pretty, and also you know what I really like, Jimbo wearing this for it's because Jimbo is kind of known when she came into the drag race franchise as being kind of busted. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's just like, she was already on a show and mm-hmm. she reinvented herself there. And now she was just like, okay, now I have to reinvent myself yet again. And she did. This is really cool. I Very love cool. it. They cast her after her being on UK versus the world and getting, so what do you think? Oh what my God. I'm- Jimbo. What do you think I, of Jimbo? Do you like Jimbo? I love Jimbo. She's one of the most naturally <laughs> funny. <laughs> she's one of the most naturally funny people. Yeah. Like on, on All Stars or on uh, UK versus the world where she was talking to the tiny couch. She's like, what do uh-huh. you think? Tiny couch. <laughs> she goes, You're no help at all. She's so yeah. good. She's a weirdo. I was so weird. I wish she cared about us, but I feel like she's, she's like Priyanka. Like now that they're out of Canada, they don't care. They're Jimbo like, would have to know who we are to talk to us though. She knows who we are. Oh, no, she doesn't. I hate, I hate, I hate the world. I'm just going to keep complaining about it. I love you. Jimbo. She never oh. watched Camp on a Kiki season two <laughs> or four. Nobody, nobody watched my season. Uh, <laughs> I did. Mrs. Kasha Davis, we we were talking about her, but like, I mean, I'm very excited to see Mrs. Kasha Davis back. She looks gorgeous. She looks like Mrs. Kasha Davis leveled up. Bigger hair, bigger dress, you know, just bigger everything. Yeah. Just like fully embracing what she intended to do. Even she gave a really great interview. She gave a really great interview recently on the news about Drag Queen Storytime. I don't remember what she she said, but I remember it being great. 
Yeah. She does drag queen story time. She has like a kind of TV show that she's working on for kids. Good. Um, that she's watching. Uh, I don't know if it's going anywhere, but like, yeah, she's very into that. Um, oh yeah. What she said was she's kids. like, yes, we do have an agenda with drag queen story time. And that agenda is to spread a message of love and acceptance and tolerance and like yeah. a- acknowledging that everybody is different and that is okay. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And grooming. Um, specifically. I mean, combing your habits, hair. Like combing the hair. Yeah. That's what I say. It's like, yeah, we groom children. We comb their hair. Yeah. They're disgusting. I hand in a Q-tip and I say, go clean your ears. Exactly. It's like, clean your ears like <laughs> dirty, dirty file. Put some deodorant on, you little monster. <laughs> <laughs> Nasha Lopez is back, 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 back again. Oh, sure. yeah. Um, so Nasha hosts the Roscoe viewing party, which is very famous. Um, and uh-huh. so she talks a lot of shit. So apparently she was very surprised to get the call because she was like, you know, she's kind of like surprising. You. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of like where you, where you, where you say, oh, they'll never call me for drag race. I talk too much shit about drag race. Um, and then she, and then they're like, Hey, Nasha, we want you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for the record, drag race has never called me, but yeah, seriously. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, Nisha is one of those people that I don't care about. You don't care about Nisha at all? I don't. I don't think, I think she's lacking in personality. I don't think she has star quality. I don't know. I mean, I think she just has to kind of ride, find her personality. You know, like I was, and I think I'm only saying this, especially because, uh, the one and only Sasha Colby just won Drag Race. Uh Uh-huh. And, her and Nasha Lopez are both continental winners. Yeah. And actually go way back. All of these yeah. continental girls. I went down a rabbit hole. All these continental girls do. Mm-hmm. And Sasha and Nasha both started doing continental pageants around the same time. Okay. And then, I don't know, they have this schmaltzy story they tell that it's like they, uh, they wanted to crown when one they were going to like compete with each other and like crown the other one. So, and that did happen. Sasha crowned Nisha. That, that did happen. So essentially and then Nisha like, crowned Brooklyn. I know when Sasha won, Nisha was like, okay, now I have to win next year. And she made it happen. Like, my God, that's wild. Who did she sleep with to make that happen? I don't understand. Um, but like, could be anybody. <laughs> But I do, I do think Nisha's pretty fierce. Like she's got, she's drag continental royalty. Uh huh. You know. I, oh, but you just I, hate it. You hate it. You're just, you're not seeing. I it. just don't. <laughs> I just don't see it. I just don't. I'm sorry. She looks nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one last queen. Uh, can you guess who it is? It's my favorite. She has a puppet sometimes. Uh-huh. The puppet, the puppet, yeah, Ornacia, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it's James Mansfield. James, James Mansfield. Oh my god, I love her so much. She makes me cry. She's so good. I remember when James Mansfield was first on mm-hmm. um, Drag Race, and she got you know kicked off, and I was like, oh, uh, I guess that's too bad. Uh, and then, <laughs> but like, I, 
because I kind of compared myself a little bit to them because yeah. I kind of am James-ish. You're very James, in that, yeah. In that camp vein and a little bit airheaded. And I was like, ooh, that's very telling what would happen to me if I got on Drag Race. I think uh, she got a really bad rap when she was on the show. Like, they did not get her. I feel like I got her. I was like, this person's amazing. And then mm. I remember during the cheerleading competition where they what a stupid challenge by the way yeah that was so that, fucking stupid that was nuts people got apparently people got injured doing that like no yeah shit. like that crazy but then she did these two somersaults that i can't do oh and God. everyone was like what the hell is she doing and i'm like she's tumbling she's doing what most people can't do right now and she's yeah. like, and she's going with it. Why are people having a problem with this? And then she was eliminated. And I was like, that's stupid. This is all stupid. Well, it's just like she did two, she did two somersaults, which is like, you know, did the thing. Apparently uh, doing a, a cartwheel or a handspring was the requirement. Like where on the drag race sheet does it say must do handspring or cartwheel? Like it's kind of dumb. Yeah. What a weird season. season it was a was weird season. Weird. Season nine was kind of weird. Season nine was great. That's one of my favorite seasons ever. Season six and season nine. Hmm. Okay. It was. It was. It was okay. Uh, there's a lot of good people in that one too. Like this. The amazing the people. Sasha, the peppermint. The, they have uh, the most winners. Made. Really. Yeah, they have all the top four now have crowns. Shakule so Trinity. Eight? Oh, I'm sorry. That's I, I was. I lumped in. Sorry, no, Peppermint doesn't have one. So the top, no. the three of the top but, four have crowns. Well, Peppermint is extremely successful. I mean, yeah. my God, her career was already huge and, and only got huger. Uh, James Mansfield, her dress with this giant thing in the back, I think it's really pretty. Did you see the Met Gala? Somebody essentially, uh, I think it was uh, not Doja Cat. It was um, Cardi B's dress was essentially the same thing. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah. So everyone is just kind of like, oops. Right. Oops. Uh, they copied James Mansfield. Oops. Uh, <laughs> I did not but, see. Uh, James, James. How do you think James is going to do? I think... I think she's going to do great. I think she's going to do amazing. I think she's going to do really good. I'm really excited. I definitely think she's going to be a solid middle contender. Like she's. You think middle? I see her being top four. I could see her making all those. Because so. she has the skills. She has a lot yeah. more skills than people give her credit for him. Yeah. And she has a very, she's honed her point of view. She has a very specific point of view with drag now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think she's got the, you know, a lot more experience under her belt and she's very funny. Mm -hmm. I hope it goes well. I mean, this is the thing. I don't know who's gonna, who's gonna do well, honestly, in this group. This this group is very confusing. There's no like, it is. oh, Oh, that person. Because it's a lot of people we haven't seen in a long time, and it's a lot of people mm-hmm. who did not last on the show very long. Who's going to go home first? First? Oh, yeah. God. I think Nisha Lopez again. You think Nisha? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i going to guess it's going to be... Uh, I honestly don't think Kahana's going to last. I honestly don't think Kahana's going to last. I could actually see her being middle. Yeah. Kahana or mm, honestly, Lala Ree. I'm not sure if Lala is going to last. I don't know. 
I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think Jimbo's going to win? Do you think Jimbo's top four? I don't think Jimbo's going to win because they're not going to let a Canadian win. But I think Jimbo's going to go far oh, because true. because Jimbo was there for a reason. Jimbo is there because Rue loved her. Right. So there's no way she's going to go um, home early. Darian Lake. I would love to see Darian. <gasps> she's done it before. She can do it again. Yeah. Who are your top four? My top four that I think that I would like to see is, mm-hmm. you know, Darian, James Mansfield, Mrs. Kasha Davis and Jessica Wild, maybe. Yeah. I think like the four, I, like to see. I think the four I'm seeing are Jimbo, Heidi, no. Oh, yeah. Yes. Jimbo, Heidi, Darian and Jessica Wild. Candy Muse out early. Oh, Candy too. No, no, no. I don't think. I think no. I see Candy. That's the Ooh, thing. it's hard. The thing. I try and make a top four, and then I'm like, wait, wait, no, that person might get in there. Nope, yeah, nope, that person might get in there. I mean, like a lot of these people have really kind of. Because remember, well. they eliminate each other, right? So. That's right. So the bitches are all going to go home first. So who's? I mean, Candy. She's out of there. Goodbye, Candy. <laughs> Nisha Lopez, also kind of a bitch. Goodbye, Nisha. Is she? Yes. Huge. She's a pageant girl. Mm, True, 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 (laughs) true, true. She's sweet on the outside and bitter in the middle. You know, that kind of feeling. And bitter in the middle. Anyway. All right. Well, listen, let's never talk about Drag Race again. We'll never talk about it again. (laughs) We have to do it again next time. This took way uh, too much time. I hate it. No, it didn't. We just it, talked, we talked to each other most of the time. It was half an hour of my life of talking about Drag Race looks, talking about it looks. It. it was worth it. We didn't we didn't do the whole thing. Honestly, I thought it was kind of interesting to be like, oh, I like this, I like that. You know, I think in the next couple episodes, we're going to be doing a couple episodes at a time. Uh, I think we won't have to go over everything. We can just talk about what we liked and what we didn't like. You just know? brief. Let's just brief it. Just like, ooh, I really love that thing James Mansfield wore on her head. Ooh, I really hate Sasha, uh, not Who? Sasha, Alexis Michelle, period. Done. And mm. then, you know, we're done. <laughs> I hope they never listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no one listens to the podcast, but you have to be outrageous. You have to be clickbait or no one will watch you at all. Thank you to all of our listeners. We really do appreciate you supporting Squirrel Talk <laughs> Podcast. Hey, by the way, did you notice I got a haircut? Look at my haircut. Nope. Hasn't your hair Look always been hair. that length? I think it's always been that length. Look at my haircut. Wait, did you get a me haircut? It's like a short on the sides haircut. Yeah, it's a bit of a you haircut. You single white female. I'm going to start calling yeah. you Hedra. Single white female. That's who I am. All right. Well, that was it. Um, you don't want to talk to me anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Let's move on and talk to each other in a couple weeks. Okay. I'll see you on Wednesday for Drag Buffet at Comedy Bar. Drag Buffet. Come out to our show, the Drag Buffet. Selena and I every month put on a show at the Comedy Bar. This month it's Drag Buffet. We're featuring featuring. Yeah, we're featuring. We're featuring. Um, an array of talent, including Seance Nose, Sydney Quest, Coyote Ugly, Matcha Latte, and DeVerry Bess. They are amazing, and we're giving a place to do comedy, and the two of us will be there, too. And we're not that bad, either. Uh, every month at Comedy Bar. And then 
once we get into Pride season, i.e. the month of June, we're bringing back Sex and the Golden Girls, our Hey-o. show where we do an episode of the Golden Girls or Sex and the City, and then we improvise it as the other show. Yeah. And so tickets while- are live for that right now. Yeah, everything's live. And I think probably uh, throughout the seasons, like in July and onwards, we're probably going to be doing more Sex and the Golden Girls because you love it. You love it. The people want it. Tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your principal to come. (laughs) Yeah, you um, high school kids. (laughs) Yeah, we're grooming you. Make sure to wash your face. (laughs) All right. Are you uh, okay? That's all I got to say. That's all I got to. I'm, I'm good. Are you good? Well, I'm good. I'm good. good. Are you good? Are you good, squirrels? Well, we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye now. (laughs)